Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magic in the Moon podcast. As always, I'm your host, David, and I am back. Um, I am sorry that it's taken so long for me to post a new episode. There are some renovations going on at my house, and because of that, just like, um, you know, people coming in and out and fixing things and repairing things, it was just kind of chaotic and also noisy, and I just didn't really have the chance to record an episode I would have been proud of. Um, they're still not completely done with all of those things, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel finally, and I was able to record an episode. But uh, I was not able to get to my usual setup with my cool soundproofing and microphone and stuff. So I do apologize if the quality of the audio is not quite up to what we would expect. Um, I did have to go back down to my AirPods rather than the setup I'm used to. So I apologize if it doesn't sound as great as it normally would, but I'm here. So this week we are talking about rituals and we're actually going to walk through and perform a ritual together from start to finish. Um, you know, we've learned about working with spirits and deities. We've learned about protective magic and how to engage with those entities safely. We've learned about cleansing our space and casting a circle. So today's episode is going to be about combining all those elements together and performing a ritual. Um, a couple disclaimers, of course, before we get into it. And this is going to be a Wiccan-inspired ritual. And the reason I say Wiccan-inspired rather than Wiccan is because traditional Wicca, of course, is a mystery tradition. And if you are not an initiate of the tradition, you don't know the actual practice of what they do. So this is going to have some things uh, changed, some things, certain practices and techniques are going to be different. Uh, certain names of deities and spirits are going to be changed in order to preserve the mystery, um, but still have something that is authentic to a praxis that is similar to Wicca, if that makes sense. So it's going to be close that you can get a feel for it and how some of the things might go, but it's changed and it's not revealing anything that's not meant to be publicly shared. Um, also, I am going to be referring to the gods as just the lady and the Lord. So you can adapt for the ritual if you'd like to do it yourself at home. You can adapt that to insert whatever names of deities you prefer. Um, or none, if you don't do that. This is just um, an example. So feel free to add, take away, change, whatever you would like. So before we get started, let's go over some things that you might need. You're going to need um, water, just regular water. Doesn't matter what kind. Um, you're not going to be drinking it, but I would still make sure it's safe to drink. Um, don't want it to be like gross or dirty or anything needs to be in um, a chalice, so to speak. Not like a literal chalice, but um, a drinking glass, a glass of wine maybe, uh, something that you can have the water in its open face, not like nothing with a screw top, not a bottle, not um, a plastic water bottle, like a actual open-faced glass of some sort. I'm gonna be using a wine glass. You're going to need some salt, not a whole lot, but maybe a few teaspoons worth, maybe about two or three teaspoons. Um, doesn't need to be anything fancy. You can use sea salt if you'd like. Um, if not, regular table salt is perfect as well. I'm just using regular table salts. You're going to want that to be in either like another cup, maybe a bowl, or something that can hold the salt in so it won't get everywhere. You're going to need five candles, whichever kind you'd like. They can be just regular like scented candles from the store. They can be pillar candles if you'd like. I prefer to use pillar candles, and I'll be using those, but regular tea light candles are fine as well. You're going to need 
Um, your ritual tools, if you use them. So if you have a wand or an athame that you use, that's great. If not, you can use your fingers. Um, you're going to need, I'd say roughly about four feet in diameter that you can work with and com comfortably move around in. It doesn't have to be exactly that. Like you don't have to get a tape measure or anything, but that's kind of just my rough guess of the space you might need to move around and do so safely and comfortably but um, just have a space where you won't be interrupted and where you have enough room to kind of move a bit. And you are gonna be placing some candles. So you wanna do so in a place that's gonna be fire safe as well. You don't want to burn yourself or like knock a candle over and burn something else either. So I think that's all you're gonna need material wise. And let's state the purpose of the ritual. I'm gonna do just a generic kind of cleansing and blessing. Um, rituals obviously vary by intent and purpose. So if there's something specific you'd like to do instead, you can of course do that because this is just a guideline of how a ritual structure can be. You don't have to follow what I'm doing um, verbatim, but just know that's what I'll be doing for the purposes of the example. So the first thing we're gonna do, um, oh, I'm sorry, you'll also need like a lighter or matches and then you can light things with, um, and you will need uh, some incense preferably. So first we're going to get our incense and light it, and we're going to gently move it around the room. And you can envision a white light, or you can just focus on removing any malevolent entities, any negative energy, anything that you don't want. And once you've done that, we are going to get our athame. And just know that when I say athame, I'm referring to whatever tool you're using or lack thereof. So, if you have a wand or you're just your fingers or whatever, that's fine too. But just know that I'm using an athame. So when I say athame, that is what I am referring to. So we're going to get our athame. We're going to touch it into the glass of water. Um, make sure that the tip of it is going to the very bottom of the cup, but do so gently, of course. You don't want to break anything. And you're going to say, I cleanse thee, creature of water. And I command that you remove from yourself any negativity or evil that would seek to deceive me or to harm me. And in the names of the goddess and the god, I command it. Now with our athame, we're going to touch it down in the same way into the container of salt. And we're going to say, creature of salt, I command you to be cleansed of any evil or negativity that would seek to deceive me or harm me. In the names of the goddess and the god, I command it. Now, um, find the direction of east. You can use a compass. If you don't have a compass, um, use compass app on your smartphone. Most of them have one. And find the direction of east. And you're going to place a candle there. And you're going to do the same way for the south, the west, the north, all of that. So you're going to have one candle in each of the cardinal directions. And your fifth candle is going to go in the center. But again, make sure that it's spaced out in a way that you have enough room to comfortably move around without knocking things over, burning yourself, burning something else. And we have not lit the candles yet. But starting in the east and moving in a clockwise motion until you've hit the south, the west, and the north, and then back to the east, you're going to touch the tip of your athame to each candle. You don't need to like stab it or cut it or carve anything. You're just going to lightly tap the tip of your athame to each candle in a clockwise motion around the circle. And as you do, you're going to say, I cleanse you, creature of fire, and command that you be cleansed of any evil or negativity that would seek to deceive me or to harm me. 
and in the names of the goddess and the god, I command it. And you will do that one more time for the fifth candle in the center. Now you're going to take your salt and dump the container of salt into your cup of water. And with your apame, you're going to stir that water three times in a clockwise motion. Now you're going to lightly sprinkle the salt around your circle, again, starting in the east, then going to the south, then to the west, then to the north, then back to the east, to complete your circle. And this is kind of you drawing the boundary of your circle, so to speak. Now, you're going to light each candle, again, starting in the east, then the south, then the west, then the north, and then finally in the center. And again, now let's be very spatially aware that we are around fire. We're gonna be very careful with our movements and not burn ourselves or anything else. Or even just to get hot wax or anything because that's hard to clean up. Okay, now in the center of our circle facing the east, we're going to raise our athames up and we're going to say, with love and truth in my heart, I welcome the soul of the world the force of all life, the creator, the giver of spirit and breath to gods and mortals. I cannot see you, but I honor you and I welcome you into this temple that I have erected in your honor. Now, still facing in the east with our athame raised, we're going to say, I welcome the spirits of air from the east to stand guard over the circle and to witness the ceremony. Thank you and welcome. Now we're going to turn to the south with our athames raised and say, I welcome the spirits of fire from the south to stand guard over the circle and witness the ceremony. Thank you and welcome. Now we're going to turn to the west with our athames still raised and say, I welcome spirits of water from the west to stand guard over the circle and witness the ceremony. Thank you and welcome. Turning once more to the north, we're going to say, I welcome the spirits of earth from the north to stand guard over the circle and witness the ceremony. Thank you and welcome. Now turning back to the east to complete the circle, we're going to raise our athame once again. And we're going to say, I welcome the goddess, the great mother, the eternal queen, the giver of love and pleasure. I welcome you to this place with truth and love in my heart that your power and love would fill the circle so that no evil may enter it. Now we're going to kneel down and touch our athames lightly to the floor. Don't destroy your carpet or anything, but just gently touch the athame to the floor. And you're going to say, I welcome the great God, the ancient father, the horned one, the giver of joy and merriment with truth and love in my heart. May your power and love fill the circle so that no evil may enter it. Then you're going to slowly stand up and raise both arms and say, the circle is now cast, and so it is. So now that we've cast the circle and erected the temple, so to speak, we're going to actually do the ritual now. Like I said at the beginning, at this point, you can kind of use this as a stand-in for whatever intention um, or spell you would like to do, but for the purposes of giving this example today, I'm going to be doing just a 
cleansing and blessing of the home. So we are going to get our incense that we still have burning, hopefully, and we're going to get our salted water. We're going to slowly and carefully, because there's fire now, move around the circle in a clockwise motion with our incense. And we're just going to imagine bringing in the good things. So we're going to say, here there is love, here there is abundance, here there is prosperity, and you can say whatever you'd like to bring into your life this time. Here is a new relationship, here is a new job, here are financial abundances and opportunities, here is safety on a trip I'm going on. You can kind of declare whatever it is that you would like or need. And then we're going to set our incense back down in front of the image of the goddess or whatever you have to represent her. And we're going to pick up our chalice of salted water and going counterclockwise this time, again, still very carefully because we're around fire. And we're going to sprinkle that salted water gently around the circle, not in the fire, but just around it. And we're going to remove the things that we don't want. So we're going to say things like, I am free from sickness. My loved ones and I are free from danger or injury or harm. We are free from destructive weather, anything like that, anything that you are banishing. So we're going clockwise to bring things in, the incense, and now we're going counterclockwise with the salted water to remove the things that we do not want. All right. And at this point, you can do whatever you would like. If you'd like to just sit in the circle and enjoy the space, if you would like to pray or meditate or simply just enjoy the spirits of the gods, um, whatever you'd like to do. At this point in the ritual, some people might recite uh, the charge of the goddess. And I will read that here because this is a public access poem by Doreen Valiente. She was one of the original high priestess of the Gardnerian tradition, but this is not Westbound material. It is available free to anyone on her website, which I will also link in the description of the episode. But I will read it here. Listen to the words of the Great Mother, who was of old also called Artemis, Astarte, Diana, Melusine, Aphrodite, Teridwen, Dana, Aranod, Isis, Bride, and by many other names. Whatever you have need of anything once in a month, and better it be when the moon is full, then you shall gather in some secret place and adore the spirit of me, who am the queen of all witcheries. There shall ye assemble, ye who are fain to learn all sorcery, yet have not yet won its deepest secrets. To these I will teach the things that are yet unknown. And ye shall be free from slavery, and as a sign that ye are really free, ye shall be naked in your rights. And ye shall dance, sing, feast, make music and love, all in my praise. For mine is the ecstasy of the spirit, and mine also is joy on the earth. For my law is love unto all beings. Keep pure your highest ideal, strive ever toward it. Let not stop you or turn you aside. 
For mine is the secret door which opens upon the land of youth, and mine is the cup of the wine of life and the cauldron of Caradwen, which is the holy grail of immortality. I am the gracious goddess who gives the gift of joy unto the heart. Upon the earth I give knowledge of the spirit eternal, and beyond death I give peace and freedom and reunion with those who have gone before. Nor do I demand sacrifice, for behold, I am the mother of all living, and my love is poured out upon the earth. Hear ye the words of the star goddess, she in the dust of whose feet are the hosts of heaven, whose body encircleth the universe. I, whom the beauty of the green earth, and the white moon among the stars, and the mystery of the waters, and the heart's desire, call unto thy soul, arise and come to me. For I am the soul of nature, who giveth life to the universe. From me all things proceed, and unto me must all things return. And before my face, beloved of gods and mortals, thine inmost divine self shall be unfolded in the rapture of infinite joy. Let my worship be within the heart that rejoiceth, for behold, all acts of love and pleasure are my rituals, and therefore let there be beauty and strength, power and compassion, honor and humility, mirth and reverence within you. Also, thou who thinkest to seek for me, know thy seeking and yearning shall avail thee not, unless thou know this mystery, that if that which thou seekest thou findest not within thee, thou wilt never find it without thee. For behold, I have been with you from the beginning, and I am that which is attained at the end of desire. And the charge of the god is not as commonly used as the charge of the goddess, but there have been a few attempts at one, even though I don't think it's really ever become as popular, but I will recite one version of the charge of the god as well for the example, because some people might choose to do so. Listen to the words of the horned god, who of old was also called Osiris, Adonis, Zeus, Thor, Pan, Lu, and by many other names. I am the fleet deer in the forest. I am the beach which receives the waves. I am the sun which warms the earth, and I am the lord of the spiral dance of life, death, and rebirth, the gentle reaper, the winter stag, and the spring fawn. All things are of me, for I am of the goddess, opposite, yet not opposing. I bring forth from the womb that is a tomb, for I am a seed which fertilizes. I am abundant life, for I am the grain that grows. I am death, witness the harvest in the autumn, and I am rebirth after darkness, for I am the seed that springs forth anew. I am fertility, the spreader of life, and I am the lord of death, which adds value to life. I am the guardian of the gate between life and death, and I am the king of the underworld, where no living being may venture. But I am also the king of rebirth, who makes of the tomb a womb. I bring love and strength, peace and passion, hope and joy, for I am the gentle lover in the night. I am the herald of all that comes from the great mother, the divine star goddess, who is mother of us all. So at this point in our ritual, we've cleansed the space, we've marked the boundary of the circle, we've cleansed our tools, we've consecrated the salt and the water, we have cast a circle, invoked the gods, we've done the intention of our ritual, which for my example was a cleansing and a home blessing, and now we have honored both the goddess and the god. So you can do whatever else you'd like to do, but assuming that we are done, for the purpose of my example, this would be the end of the ritual. We're now going to close the circle. Some people call this opening the circle, meaning that the line that you've used to close the circle is open and that it's over. 
but some people refer to it as closing the circle and they view it more so as the circle is kind of closing in on itself, which is also the definition that I kind of prefer, but it doesn't really matter whichever one you prefer. So closing or ending the circle um, is done in the opposite manner from which we cast the circle. So we started in the east and ended in the north to cast, but to close, we're going to start in the north and end in the east. So with our athames up and our dominant hand once again facing north, we're going to say, spirits of earth from the north, thank you for sending guard over the circle and witnessing the ceremony. I bid you now return to your home in peace. Now facing the west, spirits of water from the west, thank you for sending guard over the circle and witnessing the ceremony. I bid you now return to your home in peace. Now facing the south, spirits of fire from the south, thank you for sending guard over the circle and for witnessing the ceremony. I bid you now return to your home in peace. Facing the east, spirits of air from the east, thank you for sending guard over the circle and witnessing the ceremony. I bid you now return to your home in peace. And now facing the north once again to complete the reverse circle, I'm going to say, goddess and god, spirits and ancestors, thank you for being here today. The circle is now closed. And that's it. Some people like to think and dismiss um, certain spirits individually if they've called them up. Um, we didn't really do that in this example. But if that's something that you do, would like to do, you can do it at that point as well. But after that, you're good to know. You can blow out your candles, put your tools away, do any sort of cleanup that you did, and that's it. We've walked through an entire ritual all the way from the very beginning to the very end. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I will link in the description of the episode uh, Doreen Valiente's Charge of the Goddess. Um, I'm not quite sure who authored this Charge of the God. I will try and credit them. If I can find that, but if not, and if you happen to know who wrote that, let me know and I will correct it. But other than that, I had a good time and I will see you all next week.